Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to Healthy Moments. This is your host, Renee Norris-Jones. You may also know me from For the People, Law and Playing Language, Saturdays, 5 p.m. on gtamradio.com. But here on Healthy Moments, as the title of the show suggests, we're going to be talking about healthy moments, ways that you can change your lifestyle to become a healthier you. I do have to put a disclaimer out there. I am not a doctor. I'm not a dietitian, but I am a regular you, regular Joe Schmo, just trying to change my lifestyle. And for me, it was one little bit at a time, trying one little thing. Don't go cleaning out your refrigerator. I didn't have to get rid of all the chocolate in my house. I had to cut back. I had to do some portion control. But those are the things that we're going to be talking about, things that you can do to stay a healthier you. I chose healthy moments because a moment is something that suggests ease. If if I'm going to tell you that it's going to take an hour, we don't want that. We just want a moment. So I want to share with you little things that you can do in a moment, just one thing a week to become a healthier you. I'm going to be sharing tips with you, and we're going to be doing this every week. Every week we will have a different topic. I thought about doing this show for a long time because a few years ago I was diagnosed as a diabetic in April, and by November, December, I had high blood pressure, and I was struggling. The doctor said, you need to see a dietitian, and boy, did I need to see a dietitian. We're going to introduce one little thing, nothing layered, nothing big, nothing huge, just one little thing that you can do. And if you don't like it this week, I'm going to encourage you to try it anyway, but if you don't, it's cool. Next week, try that. I know if you told me, Renee, could have all chocolate from your life. Okay, I'm not even going to pretend to do that. But next week, I'm going to listen because maybe you have something else I can try. And if you can do that, there's 52 weeks in a year. That's 52 steps that you've taken towards becoming a healthier you. And that's how I looked at it. That's how I, over the course of a year, since introducing diet and exercise, and I am not about the, the exercise, but, you know, we do what we got to do. I lost almost 80, 85 pounds over the course of a year without even trying. Just trying to stay healthy. And it's scary. I still remember that. What? I have diabetes. I have high blood pressure. This is not your mother's diabetes and high blood pressure. There is lots that we can do to change our outcomes. Even though my doctor did tell me, genetics can still come get you, but not yet. It's been three years and counting, and not yet. I am about two or three points, two or three points away from not being a diabetic anymore. To be able to remove that risk factor from my life through diet yeah, and exercise. But, I, you know, I've gotten it. I found something that I like to do. And I, and I take little steps to make sure that I leave room in my life to do them. Stay tuned. In just a second, we'll be on to share a tip of the week. So welcome back to another episode of Healthy Moments Radio. This is your host, Renee Norris-Jones, and I am very excited about today's guest. Today we have Linda Woods-Huber, and she is the Executive Director of the Pennsylvania State Association for Health, Physical Education, Recreation, and Dance. Welcome, Linda, to Healthy Moments Radio. Thank you very much, Renee. Tell me about the 30-Day Nutrition Challenge and your agency. What happened this year is, is Pennsylvania State AFERD is how we refer to our association with the epidemics 
of diabetes and high blood pressure, not just with adults, but with students as well. We know that um, it's important that we teach students and adults how they can make changes in their life that will be healthy. Our emphasis with health education is to be, make it skill-based and that we can teach children how to um, uh, get skills in their life that will allow them to make some healthy changes, whether it be nutrition or, and or physical activity. This challenge, Nutrition Habit Challenge, specifically, was to do something for the 29 days of February, February 1 to February the 29th, and we were asking people to keep records of a very healthy goal that they set for themselves. I found out about you guys because it came across my email that someone sent the title was Nutrition Habit Challenge, and I was like, whoa. As someone that's a diabetic, my listeners are folks with diabetes and or high blood pressure. So whenever I hear the word nutrition, my ears perk up because I was diagnosed about five years ago. And even though I have it down to what I hope is a science of sorts, my doctor's happy with it. But I know that there's always new information out there and I have to keep aware of things that are happening with nutrition and I thought that this was just, the more I've read about it, the more I was intrigued about what you guys do. And from what I understand, this is an annual event. This year, we had people say they're going to drink like five bottles of water a day, or they were going to drink, they were going to eat uh, five helpings of fruits and vegetables every day. And then they marked down each day that they met their goal. And at the end of the month, we will see how many people out of all the people that registered completed their goal and their habit challenge for 25 of the 29 days in February. And if they did, they will receive um, some prizes that we have, uh, that we will be drawing from those people that were successful. And the grand prize is a trip for four to Disney World. What we did was then we promoted this across the state and through Pennsylvania State Aford, and we had almost 10,000 people registered this year to do wow. the challenge in February. And we know the importance of habit, uh, nutrition habit challenges but, or changes, but also uh, physical activity. Like, what can we do in our lives to keep us healthier? And with the epidemics of diabetes and high blood pressure, not just with adults, but with students as well, we know that um, it's important that we teach students and adults how they can make changes in their life that will be healthy. Exactly. I mean, th th this is fabulous. This is absolutely fabulous. I interviewed a nutritionist last week, and her parting words were, eat less, move more. Yep. What's interesting about what I'm reading from your program, the 30-Day Habit Challenge, falls into everything that I've been discussing on Healthy Moments Radio. Some of the guests that I have on have all stated these same things again and again and again. So I think that's very important. Well, you know, with the, uh, and we've taken on the challenge of helping to fight obesity in our, in our state alone, yet, let alone national, but we have um, had quite a few initiatives and grants that we get out for people to include more nutrition education and physical education in their schools. And so we've been doing that for the last, I'm going to say, five years. But wow. with obesity being such a, an epidemic with our children, we know the value of trying to get them educated and parents, families educated as to what we can do to minimize um, the obesity problem, which then again leads to type 2 diabetes 
and high blood pressure. And more of our students have it than ever before. It's really a tragedy. Yes, and I'm, I'm looking at your list of nutrition habits and beverage consumption. I will replace soda with water. These are really easy things to do. I will eat vegetables with two meals per day. I will replace an empty calorie processed snack with fruits and vegetables every time I snack. I will eat breakfast daily. I mean, all of these things are just awesome. The first one really resonates with me. I will replace soda with water. I interviewed a gentleman last week, and he was hospitalized last year with where his A1C was like 13, which is crazy. He was in the hospital for a couple of days, and when they released him, they said, you've got to get off this weight. You've got to get your diet under control, and, of course, you have to exercise. And he said the first thing that he did, the very first thing that he did was replace soda with water. Wow, good for him. And he almost minimized it, and I said, no, 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 let's go back to that. That's huge. The fact that you've taken any step, you have to give yourself a, a pat on the back because it's hard to change your Absolutely. lifestyle. It's hard Absolutely. to change your lifestyle. And that one thing, and he said he was drinking two or three liters of soda a day. So just that alone was huge, absolutely huge. Um, so I, I wanted to, a lot of these things on here, I have stories, other people have stories about things that they have done. So that's at the top of the list, and it's, it's huge. I just wanted to, to mention that. Absolutely. And, and the, the uh, goals that we had people set, we tried to teach them in our classes also, that uh, they're measurable, that, that it's something you can do. It's a sensible goal you're setting for yourself. Like we wouldn't expect somebody to say, in the month of February, I'm going to lose 25 pounds or something to that effect. You know, those things, it's one step at a time. It's one day at a time. It's a goal that you can do. Uh, and that you will follow through with. So the ones that we gave examples of that people could choose for their goal for the month of February were very easy to do. Sure, it takes some initiative, and it also takes some discipline, and uh, in some cases more than others. But it was exciting to see some of the goals that people set for themselves, and it will be very exciting to see at the end, end of this month how many people did accomplish 25 of the 29 days doing their goal and knowing that it takes about 30 days to change a habit, that hopefully by the end of our 29 days, that we will have people have changed um, to healthier habits. One at a time, one at a time, there will be a link to this interview. My show is only about 10 or 15 minutes long, and it's only 10 or 15 minutes long, but the link will be there for the, for the longer interview, is because I remember when I was diagnosed in my early 50s with diabetes, and I was like, what? I have diabetes, wow. I was scared, I was afraid to eat, didn't know what to eat, I was taking labels into my doctor, six months later I got diagnosed with high blood pressure and I remember going to her office and she's, and I was just like, oh my God, now you want me to watch sodium. I was so frustrated and she said, you need to see a dietitian and I did. Yeah. I needed to see a di dietitian because it's a lot to do. My show was very short because there's so much information out there. And I just wanted to offer one tip per show, something quick, right. doable, and easy. I talked to a nutritionist last week, and she said most of our health factors are 90% lifestyle and 10% and 10% and, and family history. When I found out that a lot of these were well, my, my health factors can be 
controlled with diet and exercise, I was like, where do I sign up? It's important and the doable, quick, doable, easy is it. And as I was looking through your, the goal statement that you had folks fill out, the first question was, what obstacles can get in my way of achieving these goals? So it's important, like you said, to be realistic and to lift those obstacles because then you're aware of, they're not blindsiding you. The second question was, what are the solutions to the obstacles that someone may face? And the third one is, what do I need in order to reach these goals? This is powerful, and it's things that happened organically for me because I didn't have these set questions in front of me. So this this form is priceless because it helps you Look at whatever your diagnosis is, whether you're getting diagnosed five years ago as I was or someone that's been struggling with it and wants to make some changes, not not sure where to start. So this form can help you. What do I want to do? What's going to get in my way? What are going to be my challenges? And what do I need? Whether that's support, whether I need education, what is it that I need? Correct. Yeah, please do share those um, questions with your audience because I do feel that would help them then identify what can I do and how do I go about it for sure. Very, very powerful. How did you guys come up with these goal statements? We have um, our health educator has her master's in health education and she's very, very knowledgeable. She worked with a, a dietitian and also fitness experts. Fabulous. Setting SMART goals. Can you talk about that? Correct, yeah. Uh, when We talk about when we set goals, they need to be SMART goals, which means it's, it's an acronym. And uh, it has to be sensible. It has to be something that you can measure. It has to be something that's um, achievable by you, that you actually feel you can do. It can't be pie in the sky. Um, and it has to um, be... Uh, <clears throat> We have to record what we do so we know how we're doing for the for the uh, month or the day or the year, whichever our SMART goal is addressing. And then we need to make sure that we track it and then know where our, our ups and downs were and what can we do about that. So it's just an acronym, SMART, and we say all goals should be SMART. Yes, exactly. So, uh, when we set them. Right. And really, it is one day at a time, and that makes a big difference in the world. The goal of going to Disney World uh, for four people is extrinsic, but what we're hoping within the month that you continue to do your goal, your SMART, set your goal, and follow it, is that it will become an intrinsic motivation. In that now I feel like this is how I want to eat, this is how I want to uh, live my healthy life. So that's what we're hoping, that extrinsic motivation now will become an intrinsic one. Right, so I'm, I'm reading some of those, and it, as you said, attach a date to it, be specific, to drink more water is too general, to drink half of my body weight in ounces of water is better. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. So I, and, and I think people need to know how to do these things. When, as I said, when I was diagnosed, you're, when you start Googling, you come up with just, oh my goodness, you're so overwhelmed with what can I do. Right. A program like this that kind of takes you step by step. Do you see that there's something that you might continue? Yes. And if there is folks that have not signed up and this is the first time they're hearing about it, how would they get involved or learn more information? Oh, we would hope that they would connect with us right away. The Pennsylvania State Association for Health, Physical Education, Recreation, and Dance. And we have a website. 
And that website is www.psahperd.org. It is our acronym for our name. Fabulous, fabulous. And are, are you guys also on, do you have any social media outlets? Like we Facebook? do. We okay. have a Twitter account, and we also have um, LinkedIn, and we have Facebook Fabulous, so they fabulous. the PSA for it. Absolutely. Okay. And I'll definitely list list those social media links on my website and attached to the show so that way folks know how to get involved. I mean, I think this is absolutely awesome. And they can um, contact me anytime also. My on the website is my name, my address, my email, my phone number. So they can contact me anytime for questions. I was going to ask about that in, in, in case folks had questions. Do you want to share the phone number now? Yes, I will. It's 717-627-1176. And we also help teachers with professional development in our state. So anytime they need help with anything dealing with their health and physical education programs or physical activity programs in their schools, to so please contact Pennsylvania State AFERD. Fabulous. And you said it's for professionals. I mean, I know a few folks who work in different capacities with with children with some of the local agencies here in Philadelphia. So anyone that works with children can get involved? Absolutely, absolutely. And pre-K is becoming so important, and we know that the government now is putting money into pre-K. We're going to have grants for pre-K schools to apply for more physical activity and nutrition education in, to our little kids because that's where it starts. So we really think that's a very important age to try to get information to. And they, those instructors and teachers and coordinators of those programs may not always be a health and physical educator, but they would be a, what we call a classroom teacher um, or a volunteer, and we want them also to get involved. And that brings me to another thought about there's so many daycare centers in Philadelphia. Um, can those daycare owners reach out to get more information, especially if they're serving meals during the course of the day? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. And if we don't have the answers, we certainly will find them and we'll send them a resource that will be helpful to them because there's so many out there that can be helpful to us. Right, right. I remember my daughter's an adult now, but I remember when I walked into my daughter's daycare and she had to be nine months old, there was a sign that said children can't learn until their parents have been taught. So I well, think even, yeah, it, it took me, it was one of those things that was almost circular. And I remember looking at that sign and I, I asked, like, what does that mean? And she said, just think about it. Just think about it. And I did. And it was, it's so true that if you start that habit early, you start that habit early. If you're living in France and your child's in that culture, you, they're going to speak French with no problem. If they're in Spain, they're going to speak Spanish. And if you get that started as early as possible and, and train their palate towards eating healthy. Right, right. Absolutely. It's a, a big circle, too. I think that in the high school, our health and physical education classes should be teaching students, knowing that someday they may be parents also. Right. These are things you need to know. And this is the kind of lifestyle you should lead to mentor and to train your children someday to come. So it's, it's a big circle. We need to train them all and teach them all and keep them motivated to stay healthy. Right, and, and, and I think in that, and starting with the children and getting the parents involved, you're doing a lot to change family history, genetics, with, with some of these diseases. Correct, correct. 
correct. Absolutely. You are so right. Our health is our wealth. So we do want to make sure that that, that is clear, that health is so important. Yes, it is. It is. Um, thank you so much, Linda, for agreeing to come on Healthy Moments Radio. Do you have any final words for my listeners, any tips? Yeah, I would just like to say that uh, it's very important to keep in mind that our health is our wealth and that if habits need to be changed, healthier habits, that one day makes a big difference. So change one habit each day at a time. Yes. Yes, I frequently say that in my show airs weekly. <laughs> And I tell folks that there's 52 weeks in the year, even if you did half of the tips that I suggest. And I say, if you don't like the tips this week, don't give up. Try the one next week. And I said, if you went to your doctor and said, hey, I made 26 changes this year, your doctor's going to be elated, even if you did half of them. And it's going to have And they'll value that. Yes, yes. And it will marked response even if it's just replacing soda with water or little things that you can do one day at a time one step at a time I could not have said it better thank you so much Linda well thank you for having us Renee we will talk to you soon and please send others our way that we can help I sure will good I hope uh, we get our word out and people understand the value You've been listening to Healthy Moments with your host, Renee Norris-Jones, here on gtownradio.com. Please remember to always, always, always check in with your health professional before making any dietary changes and before starting any exercise routines. I look forward to our next segment where I'll share, share more information about my journey to becoming a healthier me and towards you becoming a healthier you. Until then, here's to good health.